1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Disney Radio Show. It is a bite-sized show, episode 36 this week, and uh, joining me is our motley crew, as always. Good evening, John.
0: Good evening.
1: What's is that sort of slightly haunted mansion I don't know, style? That was, was really
0: that? sinister, wasn't it? I was
1: sort of going for a slight Pirates of the Caribbean, Motley Crew kind of vibe, and you went. And I took it to you uh, went of Hitchcock. <laughs> you went full on Liberty Square. Um, good evening, Susan all right you've gone full on the only essex brilliant and <laughs> good evening katie hello
2: welcome
1: home welcome i know it's, it's, i only like hearing that if it's dvc related you can um, pretend um, i can okay. pretend i can pretend i'm in a dvc property in disney world and the sun's out and Yeah, anyway, so uh, we're we're back and uh, I'm back from my my holidays where I got the opportunity to go visit Disneyland Paris and did some exciting things while I was out there. We're going to be talking about that a little bit today. Um, Gareth is not with us today. He is currently in uh, in Las Vegas of the north. Uh, He's currently in Blackpool. He's been sending us some messages about some of the experiences he's been having up there. Uh, We won't say any more.
0: And they're all what everyone imagines. Yes,
1: they are. I, I think I, I sent a text message that my first. I went to to Blackpool a few years ago and we parked the car and we were walking through and the first sign I saw was outside a shop and it just said, We sell fags. Um, Do you know
0: what? I've got a picture of me carrying my friend Simon outside of that same shop. Is it the same <laughs> shop? Yeah, <laughs> like, and it says, Look, it says we sell fags. So I bought one, I've called it Simon. <laughs>
1: yes john brilliant so anyway (laughs) thanks kids your parents will explain anyway so um uh what we're going to be doing today is i'm going to do my good but ugly from the uh, my disneyland paris trip i'm also going to be talking a little bit about uh something a little challenge we decided to give a go and also uh katie's got some very exciting news to do with all the uh, support you've been giving her with bits and pieces which is really good so um uh, and then any bits of news. I don't think there's much out at the moment, uh, to be honest. We'll, we'll talk a couple of bits of news, and then that'll pretty much be the entire show, I think. So that sounds pretty good, does it not? There's somebody in a car. Susan, you're in the car, aren't it does you? Sound oh damn like it! Yeah. She's in the car. I've just heard an indicator. You hear She's indicate. doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> she's doing the show on the go, and she's in a car. Oh, on the oh, go. Go. Brilliant. Hashtag show on the go. Show on the go. There you go. I'm so, just um, glad it's not me. Well, at least it's not not the sound of wind, it's just the sound of indicators. It's the show on the go, there you go. That's the show title this week. It's going to be the show (laughs) on the go. Anyway, talking about on the go, uh, let me talk a little bit about my trip to Disneyland Paris that happened uh, last week. And some of the wonderful exciting things that i got to enjoy uh really lucky to be there for what was one only a few days after the opening of parts of the caribbean so that was really really cool but i did something very very different this year to the way that i would normally go to uh to paris and to disney world so i'm going to explain a little bit about how this worked rather than it going out which is what most of us do we go out and we just go on a trip to disneyland paris and that's it this was part of a bigger holiday so we had a few days in disney and we went and explored some of the area and all that sort of stuff as well so we actually stayed at a campsite now i've never camped and gone to disney before so this was a whole brand new experience for me for doing something a little bit different we went and stayed at a campsite called camping les leetang fleury i believe it's called um, i've been there and you've been there Look i have that. been there it's about nice. 25 minutes drive from disneyland paris um give or take depending on what traffic's like when you're going in and coming out and uh it's got an on-site pool everything it was absolutely brilliant and that's going to be my first good on my list for my Disneyland Paris trip and that is the campsite that we stayed on Although it's not Disney as such it was such an easy drive it was dirt cheap to stay in in comparison so to give you an idea we took the tent took the big tent with us stayed there for a week and for a week on site eight nights I think it was uh was 220 euros so you're looking at like a week for the same price as one night in Disney Hotel. Yeah, okay, you're not getting the same service and all that sort of stuff, but it was just such a bargain. So if you're looking for somewhere to camp, something that's really easy, uh, camping Les Etoiles is brilliant for you to go and stay, and it's really well set up and loads of stuff for you to do. So that was the first good on my list, which had absolutely nothing to do with um, Disneyland Paris itself, but uh, certainly linked to the holiday. Um, my other one, now I don't know how much to give away with regards to this um, because I know some of you have been trying to stay spoiler free, but my next good one of them. is Pirates of the Caribbean um, I was kind of really unsure as to what the new differences were going to be I would purposely kept away from any spoilers before I'd gone on it um, but what is great is the ride is still what we'd expect from Pirates of the Caribbean um, it's still got the same feel to it We know about the change in the scene to the uh, We Wants the Redhead scene, uh, to her now being kind of a pirate rather than being for sale, so to speak. Um, And I actually don't think that um, it detracts anything from from the, the ride at all. I think it's still just as good with that in there. I think that the second half of the attraction, which always I felt was the weaker half of the attraction, I don't know about you guys, but kind of after you've supposedly everyone's dead and you're in the caverns and all that sort of stuff is where it lost its way a little bit for me i'm is so much stronger now with the the things that have changed and the additions i'm not going to give away what they are but there's one of the effects in there is absolutely brilliant it's so good um, and I was like, I was impressed with seeing it anyway. And when I realized there was an effect in it as well, I was like, whoa, that's amazing. Um, some of the additional touches in the earlier part of the attraction are really good. Uh, they've updated loads of the effects. So some of the fire effects and bits and pieces have now altered and they look fantastic as well. Uh, but some of the bigger changes, which I'll, I'm not going to give away now, I'll keep a secret, I've really added to it, I think. And I probably spotted three, four new additions and then probably 10 or 11 kind of upgrades and new kind of changes to the way the ride uh, works. So, on the whole, Pirates of the Caribbean was a massive good for me. Um, as well as that, and linked with that, is the kind of the TLC that's been given to Adventureland. Adventureland looks great now, um, with the repainting of the Outsider Pirates, all the work they've done on School Rock and all that sort of area. It just makes a massive difference to how it looks and how it's received by people now. So, uh, massive kudos to, to Disneyland Paris for the work that they've done on, on Adventureland. Talking about part of Adventureland, Captain Jack's. Now, what do you know about Captain Jack's?
0: Um, only that it's Blue Lagoon re-themed and um, Captain Jack apparently won the restaurant in a card game or something like that yeah and that's how they're tying it pretty in, much how
1: it all works it. um I i've took seen a, a couple of things yeah i've
2: seen um oh, the menu yes. and i've also i saw that at least on one day captain jack was in there
1: yeah he's been around and about he's been found to be to be wandering having i didn't go into the restaurant itself but having looked at the restaurant from the attraction i wouldn't say there's a massive difference inside looking at the menu I still don't think it's the strongest menu. They've still stuck with, obviously, the seafood theme. But I don't think the food's still anywhere near as good as they possibly could make it. We thought about eating there, looked at the menu and went, nah, not interested. But on a whole, I think Adventureland's looking really good. Um, where shall I go from here okay Illuminations now it sounds like a really weird thing for me to say now Illuminations but what I did realise when I watched Illuminations this time is how little of Illuminations I watched last time now I think I told the story about the, uh, the lady with the camera didn't I who kept coming and standing in front of us all. oh yes
2: yes yeah her.
1: well it became quite apparent having watched illuminations this time just how little of the show i actually watched because i was too busy trying to sort this woman out and do you know what <laughs> just
0: saw this woman
1: out. yeah just trying to sort her out with the camera um we we got ourselves right down to the front because it was just two of us no kids surprise um and we kind of got a really good view of it from where we were sat and yes it's not dreams but I'm still massively impressed with it. I still think it's a great show. I love the pirate section. I love the Star Wars section. The Beauty and the Beast section, I think, has probably had its time now. But on the whole, I actually think it's a great show. I really kind of think it's um, as good as they could make following dreams. Does that make sense? I that yeah. Sense. Yes. It does
0: make it does sense. that makes sense? I, I think yeah. the, thing, the thing is... is as a lot of people have said, it's basically ignite the dream from Shanghai. Yeah. Um, which was created to kind of introduce ch- Chinese people to uh, Disney films. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't translate so well onto our. A, it doesn't translate onto well so onto our castle. But B, it doesn't have that nice emotional storyline that Dream no, had. No, I, I give it's you that. It's essentially an advert for five or six Disney films. Yeah, um, trailers for each. And some of the choices are odd, like the Beauty and the Beast, as you said, it's already stagnant and it's only been on for four months.
1: Yeah. So I think, so I think as long as though. they
0: can keep changing the sequences out, then, you they know, it's something fine. they can always keep fresh. Yeah, but I, think I, just, right. I think it's it's a good show, but it's not like Dreams where every time I went, I wanted to watch it again and again and again. Yeah, no,
1: I agree I already, with you
0: We've already established that on my next trip, probably not even going to watch it once.
1: Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, interesting to see, as well with anyone's noticed, just throwing in some news here, that they've been doing some Christmas projection testing on Tower of Terror.
0: Yes, I've seen that. Last week.
1: So, that means, which
0: it. means that they're not going to be doing a Disney Dreams of Christmas style show.
1: No, possibly or not. Or
0: are they going to be doing Christmas parties in the studios?
1: I don't know, but we're heading over there middle of November, so I'm hoping that there's something going on. Or
0: perhaps even a Christmas Day party.
1: Oh, it could be. That's possible. Um extra magic hours now in the past i've not really used extra magic hours massively because you know i go to the parks a lot and um because of that you don't necessarily get up that early and i go into the parks i enjoy the parks, I do some bits and pieces and you know what i get done i get done but uh we the challenge that we did which i'll talk about a little bit later um we were in the park for eight o'clock and i can't believe just how quiet extra magic hour is at 8 a.m it was mad there was like us in, in Fantasyland. We rode Dumbo and we were the only two people on Dumbo. We rode the teacups. Th- we were the only two people on the teacups. And I that's think we impressive. We that were is the, mad. And we were the only two people, I think, getting on Peter Pan as well. It was just mental walking around Fantasyland and there just being nobody there. So, yeah, I've got a photo of us both in our own Dumbo carriages and we were literally the only people. There wasn't anybody queuing for it. There wasn't anybody else from the ride. It was just us at 8 a.m. Um, so if you wanted to get those bigger fancy land rides and that sort of stuff done uh, 8 a.m. is the time to do it if you've got extra magic hours, so that was really good really impressed with that Um Also really impressed again. It's not something we usually use and I'm guessing it's something you guys probably very rarely use and that's parking Now parking is not cheap. Okay, if you want to park your car in the car parks for a day It's now 20 euros, which is to me is insane but uh, we get free parking with annual passes. But what I was really impressed with was the night we stayed for Illuminations, we parked the car, we parked probably halfway down the car park, and left because we were at the front of uh, Main Street for Illuminations. It meant we had to walk all the way up at Illuminations with the tens of thousands of people that were there and get to the car and get out. And I was just so impressed with how easy it was to get out of the car park. I know some of you may have experienced what can be a bit of a bun fight getting your car out of the uh, the... Ticket and Transportation Ticket Center in Magic Kingdom in Orlando. And it's nothing like that in Paris at all. So I was massively impressed with that. Which is really good. And the last thing, the Tower of Terror cast members. Um, they were a bit hit and miss, but this time they were spot on. So much so, they actually managed to make one of the women scream. Who was waiting in the queue with us uh, to get on Tower of Terror. Because she came out made this woman jump about four feet in the air uh, it was brilliant just watching her do it so it's hilarious that's how it
0: should be yeah well I think it
1: is as well you know it's uh, one
0: of those few attractions where you have that luxury of being able to just prop proper hammer up
1: yeah and it was absolutely brilliant and they properly went for it and this poor woman didn't know what she, what was going on when they actually managed to make her scream and jump in the air which was fantastic so that's that's all my goods um, on that particular list so I'm going to go to my bads I've only got three bads you've replaced so it's a short one first one we're back on the smoking and selfie stick issue classic oh no
2: they've been so much better I know they have
1: again. and they've been absolutely brilliant about this the past few chips but smoking and selfie sticks here we go again uh, there was um, too many people wandering around smoking uh, I caught no end of people who were lighting cigarettes there were to give them their due was a, a few customers who did actually <laughs> pull people out and say you can't smoke here and you can't smoke here look this sign says so um but um, there was more than I've seen in the past, and then selfie sticks. Even though they played the selfie stick announcement probably three or four times in the park, there was still a lot of people who were still smoking, uh, which was um, still a selfie sticks. Sorry, which is a shame. It didn't seem to cause any issues with a lot of people, but you could see they were very, very visible as uh, we were going around the park. Another bad, a ride I don't ride very often, Autopia the queue for Utopia is horrendous.
0: The queue (laughs) is terrible, but the ride itself is fun.
2: Yeah, the ride's fun. John and I had a great time. Yeah, we (laughs) did. The ride
1: itself is alright. But the actual queuing system, how slow it is. Um, And when we rode it, we rode it in the evening, they'd already closed off one half of it, so there was only one queuing system, and then they were using one queue for guests... And then we're using the other queue for the disabled past guests and there was this basically they shut half the attraction and then only one of the lanes was available for standby guests while the other was being used for the disabled past guests and i was like what is going on here because we were supposed to queue it said it was a 40 minute queue and timing for the queues was very important on this day we ended up queuing an hour and 10 minutes
0: oh yeah
1: i know tell me about it so um wasn't impressed with the Autopia Q and um, actually what was working with the, the, the Autopia Q I'm going to look li- and I've got to be very careful how I go through this bad because I, I'm not doing it in any way because to be to offend anybody and I'm not doing it in any way because I don't believe people don't deserve it or whatever but one of the fa- things I found this trip was the sheer number of disabled passes that were given out by Disney there were so many of them and Quite often you find with attractions that there were people who obviously have uh, something that requires them to have a disabled pass, but the the sheer number of people who were being allowed onto attractions with those people with disabled pass. So I think we counted on uh, Autopia, there was one person with like six other people with them, so like seven of them going through Autopia together. And you're like, that's a massive amount of of people. Bearing in mind, they were loading the disabled pass queue before they were loading the standby queue on Autopia. It was really obvious, just the number of people that seemed to be going through. And in the past, I think the disabled queues have been kind of in another area of the attraction and they've been loaded separately, etc. Where it seemed a lot more that there were more and more people coming through that were making the queues longer and longer for everybody else who was in the standby queue. Now, it could just purely be the fact that there was... A lot of people required the pass, and they were there. But it just felt a little bit like Disney were giving them out easier than they have done in the past.
3: What is the maximum with disabled and well, then family? From what, what I understand,
1: from what I thought, there was a, there was a maximum per attraction as to how many people you could take on with you. But I don't know whether mm. that that has now changed or not. Just from the sheer number of people that were coming through at any one time. Mm.
0: I have to then ask as well what was what was it Gareth said about. Disneyland Paris, don't you have to show a doctor's note?
1: Yeah, from what I understand, you have to have some sort of note. But um, there was one, we were at City Hall at one point, and there was an English family with us who would come to get a disabled pass for one of their children, and she basically had a letter, and that letter was... Such and such has got an appointment. Not that I read it. Uh, such and such has got an appointment <laughs> for this thing to this time, and that was it. There was no doctors, it was just they've got an appointment for this, and they took that, gave them to say we're passing off. They went. So I don't know whether Disney are being as strict as they were. I don't know. It just seemed that there were a huge number of people with them this time, more than I've ever noticed before.
0: It's, mm. To be fair, the only attraction I've ever really noticed the disabled pass on is Big Thunder Mountain. Fair enough. And, and that's only because the disabled queue and the fast pass queue combine on the same yeah. train, which is the one on the right-hand side. Um, and the disabled pass always gets the back car. Yeah. So if you want to ride yeah. the back, you can never get the back of that train. You've always got to make sure you ass for the back, which you shouldn't yeah, yeah. really do, but Yeah on the left hand side so if they're ever not using if they're ever just having the fast pass queue is a little tip I'm about to give out if they're ever just merging the fast pass queue into the regular queue always queue on the left hand side because it moves faster because it's not ticking in fast pass guesses, yep. and it's not ticking in the disabled guesses. There's my little tip for
1: everybody. There you go. And like I say, let me reiterate, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be giving out disabled passes, and I'm not saying that there aren't people who aren't worthy of them, and they should have them, etc. It just seemed there was a huge amount of people with them that was slowing the standby queue down. And I think that was maybe a operational thing with Disney rather than anything else, that, that they were adding more times on. Long, longer waiting times by the way they were managing that rather than anything else which meant that actually one of the things we found that wait times were not as accurate as they have been in the past because of that particular issue but there you go that's just me i don't know whether i'm you know um one ugly now i text you guys about this and <laughs> it's on my ugly list because it's something that people need to be aware of with regards to what happened with this, this is on my ugly list because it actually took two hours to sort this problem out. All in all, <laughs> so um, for those of you who have upgraded your annual passes early to the new annual passes, one of the, the incentives was that Disney would give you a gift card for each annual pass that you upgrade. It's a gift card for twenty-five euros. So um, back in April time, when we were there, we. Um, changed our certificates our little vouchers into our gift cards so we had 50 euros between the two of us no problems whatsoever great so we were kind of in the impression that we could use them anywhere and we tried to use them for some park tickets for some friends of ours to get them in and they went nope can't use them so we thought okay well we're coming back in july august anyway so we'll just save them for them so we're in park on the first day we're going to pick up some little bits and pieces for the kids from the shop take our 50 euro gift cards in with us and uh we go to use at the till and she said no it's not working I said, Well it should be this should be 25 years in on each one no no it's not working at all called over a manager manager so he went no no it's expired we were like what, what do you mean it's expired but we oh these these gift cards they expire a month after you've been given them and we were like what well, were we supposed to have been told that yes they should have told you at the shop when you picked them up originally, we were like, nope, nobody told us anything. Were you not given a, valid, a, a leaflet with the information? Nope, we are given the gift cards, and that was literally all we had. And he went, oh, no, they're not valid anymore. So I said, well, what happens then? I said, well, you'll need to go and speak to somebody about it. So went up to the annual pass office. Annual pass office aren't dealing with it. It's not us, it's City Hall. So off we go to City Hall. So we go to City Hall, we get to the front, we talk to them about it, and she's like, oh, okay, yes, I see this is an issue. Off she goes to the back. She comes back and she says, it is all sorted for you. It's all sorted. There's 25 euros in each card. I was like, brilliant. That's perfect. Went back to the shop, picked up all the little bits and pieces that we picked up the first time round when we couldn't use them. Went to the till, gave over the gift cards. No, I'm sorry. These are still expired. We're like, what? Sorry, what? So one of the managers came back to City Hall with us with the gift cards. Disney basically turned around and said, there's nothing we can do. I said, so, what, I've lost 50 euros? He was like, well, yes, there's, there's nothing we can do. And I said, well, hang on, Why, we weren't told this, et cetera, et cetera. She so, said it was sorted. Yeah, tell me about it. So, off they go out the back, <laughs> right, off they go out the back, and they come back, the lady comes back to us, and she said, okay, we can give you a voucher for 25 euros each to go into the shop. So, go and look for what you want to buy, and then come back. So we went and had a look, we knew exactly what we wanted, came back to get the 25, and then she gave us the vouchers. I'm not quite sure why she didn't just give us the vouchers. We yeah, that shopping. seems odd. <laughs> yeah. So we went off, came back, and then she gave us the vouchers. So we got a voucher for 25 euros each. Brilliant. Off we go to the shop. I decided I was going to get a set of the replica posters that were 30 euros. So I thought, brilliant. I'll use my 25, pay an extra five five euros. Oh, no, you can't do that. I said, what do you mean you can't do that? No, you have to get something that is 25 euros or less. What do you mean? So well, you 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 can't add anything on top, and you can't use. Um, I couldn't use my resort or my annual pass discount to bring the price down because the 25 euros was a gift. So we we're like, oh man, this is ridiculous. So we got these 25. Uh, so so uh, when well, went into the. Uh, into the motor, I forget what the name of it, the motor shop, which has got all, a load, load of the women's clothing in, and then went over with a top, I think it was 27 euros, and they said, no, it has to be 25 euros or less. She went, okay, find me something in this shop that is 25 euros or less. And she was like, mm, well, there isn't anything. So back to City <laughs> Hall we go. And I said to this guy, "I said this is ridiculous. These are useless. Can't use them for anything extra. No, you can't do that. That's right. Like, okay. In that case, can you just give me a gift card for my 25 euros so I can go and spend it?" And he went, "No, I can't do that." I said, "Well, why? Can't how, how can you give me a voucher for 25 euros but you can't give me a gift card for 25?" Because of technicalities. I was like, "Right. Okay." I said, "This is completely useless." I said, "I know exactly what I want. Gwen knows exactly what she wants. She's, she's nipped in. Gwen knows exactly what she wants." And um, can you just give us the gift cards? He said, well, how much is the thing that you want? So the thing I want is €30. Euros, and the thing that Gwen wants is €27. Euros. So he goes out the back and he comes back and he goes, OK, uh, how about if I give you a voucher for €30 Euros and give her a voucher for €27? I went, OK. So off he goes. Then he comes back again and he says, Oh, if I give you these vouchers, can I then take the gift cards off you? Yes. And then he comes back with the vouchers. He gives me one for 30 he gives Gwen one for 27 And off we go in the end and spend more of Disney's money than they would have spent if they'd have just given us gift cards in the first place. So we were quite prepared to put the extra like 10 euros or whatever. And in the end, after two hours, Disney gave us more money than they were supposed to give us in the first place.
2: I suppose at least you won in the
1: end two hours it took us and in the end they so they gave us the gift vouchers and also we got two fast passes one for big thunder and one for tower of Terror. <laughs> for for the big thunder and one for what yeah tower of terror because we were going into the studios oh, the next day so i said good. can i have a that's can we have one for tomorrow for tower of terror and they're like Yeah. Okay.
3: literally hashtag winning right there yeah
1: wouldn't it but honestly it was just <laughs> the most bizarre so the moral of the story is if you've got a gift card you need to use it within a month because it but
0: that's absurd isn't it because that means you've literally got to renew your pass and then go and find something that costs exactly 25 euros yeah
1: well you can use if you've got a gift card you can spend more than 25 euros that's absolutely fine but because you know
0: you
3: expired it because yeah. it expired apparently but then you've got to renew your card and know that you're about to go there in a month's time yeah
1: exactly you've got to go back within a month. Or spend it there and then on that particular day.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy.
2: So that was
1: the ugly. Big time ugly. I forgot. I've, I've missed one off my good. And oh. I may get struck off the Disney list for this. Um, Park Asterix.
0: <gasps> After they sent you that lovely book as well, Adam. I
1: know. I know. Um, Park Asterix. We went for the day. And I was, I was... I've never been and I always wanted to go thinking yeah it'll just be a little theme park near Disney and you know it's brilliant if you've never been you've got to go they've got some I really want to go particularly if you're you're after big roller coasters Park Asterix is the place to go because they've got some absolute whoppers they've got one I can't remember what the name of it is um, but it's like eight loops back to back
0: whoa
1: by the time you finished my head was all over the place Uh, but if you've never been to Park Asterix genuinely go because it's such a good day But anyway, that's me. Yeah, they did send me... I have to say thank you to Disney for sending me a really nice book. Um, This is Pirates of the Caribbean 50th anniversary book. It's been produced by Disneyland Paris and um, it's not available in the shops yet and it is very much like most of the books. It's half in French, half in English. But it is so up to date. It has got all of the editions of the new ride. It's got uh, some history and stuff of the restaurant, including about Captain Jack's and all that sort of stuff um so it's due to come into the resort at some point and if you do get a chance to get it it is it's lovely
0: so my fingers are crossed then that that it's it's unlikely but my fingers are crossed that it's out in two weeks
1: fingers crossed it's a 25th anniversary book so
0: or um failing that
1: by halloween by halloween yeah yeah i would hope (laughs) it's gonna be there by halloween so there you go, that was all good. Um, right, uh, have we got any news? Did we say uh, there were some few bits and pieces of things that are going on that we wanted to talk about before I start. No, I've just, on them? No, I've it.
0: just scrolled through Twitter, though, um, and just seen that um, Epcot are going to be releasing, or Disney World are going to be releasing a bunch of amazing Epcot 35.
1: Mer- um, merchandise. Merchandise, yes. and
0: some of it looks...
1: It does look great.
0: Some of it looks amazing. Yes, there is some Like I've already there. got my eye on a few bits, and it's coming <laughs> out end of September perfect and that's why oh no Come on. october 1st oh no oh, no that's that's when that's I'll that's open. the anniversary of september. that's right end of september end You're of okay. september should be available late september and i leave on the 25th that's technically late september yeah it? that's
1: fine that's late <laughs> if
0: if not i'll be asking some people i know that's going after me to get me some because it looks amazing
1: um the other thing is um we talked about paris
0: Yes. woohoo! hoo uh, Paris got <laughs> the 2024 Olympics. Yes. Which I think could be quite major for the parks. I think it could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that this makes that the Disney company, now that they own Disneyland Paris, to turn around and go, we've actually got an opportunity here to rake in a ton of money. Because the audience that the Olympics get is... Oh,
1: it's massive. Mm, mm.
0: And then the people that travel to follow yeah. the Olympics yeah. is yeah. huge. Just look well, at we've, London. Yeah. We've
1: already talked about the fact that we'll try and go to the Olympics in Paris in 2024.
0: And this means that the next three lots of Summer Olympics are all in Disney cities.
1: Yes, which is pretty cool.
0: So that's massive for Disney, but only if they keep the momentum up. Yeah. Mm. What's happening with you on Disney? Oh, already...
1: sorry.
0: On. What's happening with what? Sorry. Oh, sorry.
1: We'll talk about that in a minute.
0: They've got Tokyo. Tokyo's gonna to be opening they've already announced that they're gonna be opening their Baymax ride in the and the beauty in the beast yeah. ride by twenty twenty, which yeah. is the um, obviously the, the Olympics then. Then nothing announced yet for Disneyland Paris.
1: What's the chances of Disneyland Paris's studios being fully revamped by 2024?
0: <laughs> it's six year, It's six and a half years away. In fact, it's more than that. It's seven years away. It is, yeah. It's well, yeah. highly likely. And... You've got to remember as well. I think because Disneyland, this was. I think I read an article about this, because Disneyland Paris don't get much general footfall outside of major school holidays. Yeah. Um, they don't really announce big things that are happening within the resort until the very last minute because they don't want the few people that come in summer holidays to put it off for a year so if anything is happening which I imagine that is, it's already well in the pipeworks and already in the foundations
1: the rumours are uh, it's sometime in the near future Armageddon's closing Disney Junior Live on stage is closing and possibly Stitch Live as yeah, well as already Cinemagique, well. so we've got that entire area there that's going to be prime mm. for and obviously you got the
3: 30th. That would have already been that would have already passed.
1: Yeah,
0: that's gone. So, I think it's the perfect opportunity for them to just do something spectacular yes. in time for that because the the the, the 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 tourism that they get from the Olympics could be their bread and butter for the next ten years after yeah, following that.
1: Yeah, I think mm. you're probably right.
0: The revenue that they get, especially if they market it very well. Oh yeah, they all those here. to all the. You'd have to market it worldwide. Um, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. You
0: know, perhaps not to the smaller countries that only send one or two athletes, but if you market it to China and yeah. Russia and you know the USA and Britain, I think you're you're likely to get, particularly European cities you're likely to get quite a man. And they're going like, to have all like the athletes
3: door. and celebrities to make sort of face, show face there yeah, as well. Yeah, they might
0: turn
1: up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
0: because it's something else to do while you're there, while you're not, yeah. say, watching the, the, the tennis or you're yes. not watching the, the 100-metre sprint. It's something else for you to do on those days. What's, what's, the chances
1: of, uh, what's the chances of Disney holding some of the events in Disneyland Paris? Oh,
2: that would,
1: would be they, good. Where would they do oh. it, though? Oh, well, you know, we, we the had... The marathon run? We had... Uh, beach volleyball on horse guards parade in london yeah that's true you know so it wouldn't and they did it wouldn't didn't know. they
0: do that the race the race car down main street yes USA they had the formula
1: ones yeah 41 cars down main street usa yes yeah.
0: maybe maybe they'll put a big olympic-sized pool in there and they'll do the swimming
1: <laughs> it's in the middle <laughs> of main street um what's happening with run disney then katie Just a couple of
2: little things, so if you are doing the Run Disney Weekend at Disneyland Paris, the registration deadline has been extended to the 15th of August, so this is the deadline for getting your uh, medical certificate uploaded into the system, which um, lets you finalise your registration for the half marathon. You don't need that for the 5k or the 10k, but you do need it to be allowed to run the half. So that's been extended, and the other thing that they've done which is really really good, Um, is they've put up a pre-sale for the pins. Right. Um, So last year, I know you were there, Adam, you'll remember, that there was a bit of a a nightmare getting pins at the expo. Yeah. Um, So a lot of people didn't get the pins that they wanted. So this year they've put them up on a pre-sale, so there are limited numbers available, and I think some of them may be sold out already, but I know that they keep kind of posting updates when they've got a few more available, if people have cancelled or... Um, that kind of thing so if you do want pins you need to check your emails and you will have an email
1: about it awesome that sounds good um i don't know whether anyone saw what happened with d23 in disneyland paris on friday yeah there news? was a
0: little d up. yeah uh, so yes, I did thursday
1: this evening uh we had an email from disneyland paris saying could you please let all of your listeners fans etc know that on Friday at 4 pm outside Waltz, there's going to be a D23 meetup. Now, I was gutted because I was on the way home by this point because it was the day I left. Um, oh. And what had happened was they basically got loads of Disney fans together, uh, said hello to them, uh, gave out 25th anniversary vinyl mations to them all. But one of the biggest things that came out of it was that they said that D23 is planning on having more of these meetups in capital cities, particularly in Europe, and London is going to be one of the cities that they're going to be doing it at. What it is they're going to do, we've got absolutely no idea, but D twenty three have said that they are planning on having them in capital cities, and London will be one of them. So.
0: That's exciting.
1: That's that be exciting. Because
0: I've seen several people doing their own version of like you know Disney Disney meetups. Yeah. Um, so it'd be cool to
1: have an official yeah on yeah.
0: an official capacity
1: so that'd be good, So that's cool um, so there you go, that's uh, pretty much everything news wise isn't it? Okay, let me tell you about one thing that we decided to do and uh, <laughs> I've got Gwen with me actually because she wants to talk about this as well so I had this brainwave while we were away on holiday which was, <laughs> is it possible to do the whole of Disneyland Park in one day right is this physically possible to do um and we talked about it off air and everyone was like yeah definitely i don't think be an issue no problems whatsoever you'll do it okay so we decided that we were going to attempt to do all 44 disney attractions in disneyland park between park opening and park closing um and this includes uh extra magic house you can use extra magic house on the problem um and you can use fast pass etc that wasn't an issue whatsoever but you had to experience in some way every single one of the attractions um and from from kind of doing it i've ended up coming up with a list of um kind of rules that will work and, and, and won't work with regards to things so what we basically said was uh, you must attempt to complete all attractions join park opening hours this can include extra magic hours at least one member of your group must experience each attraction uh, no one is allowed to split from the group to gain fast passes or join queues early um, you can stop your timing as you leave the exit of the last attraction if the attraction is closed for the day or you attempt for whatever reason uh, on or Oh, sorry, on the day of your attempt, for whatever reason, the attraction is counted as ridden because if the attraction opened at any point, it must be attempted. This includes soft openings. Because um, one of the reasons we're saying that is if, like, parts of the Caribbean was closed, where are the thousands of people who would have ridden parts of the Caribbean going to go? They're going to go to other attractions, so it's going to alter the wait times on those, so that was okay. Um, and then if that was basically what we decided to go with, and decided to do it. I'm pleased to say slightly sadly i'm pleased to say that we actually managed to complete the challenge it took us 14 hours 29 minutes uh and we stopped once and that was for lunch while watching jedi training academy because that was classed as one of the attractions um but I'm not quite sure how we managed it, but during peak season, we managed to do every single attraction at the park in 14 hours, 29 minutes. And when I say every single attraction, that includes me sliding down one of the slides in Pocahontas' Indian village, surrounded by small children, <laughs> looking at me like I'm some sort of weirdo.
2: Did you get a photo of that? I got a video. Yeah. On, if Amazing. you look on, on
1: Twitter and Facebook, there's actually a video of me sliding down the slide with some precarious looking cylindrical brown thing at the bottom of the slide as well. I'm not quite sure what that was. Uh, but you were placing I didn't touch it um, but yeah there's actually a video of me sliding down one of the slides that's genuinely true so
0: I actually think now when you put that you were doing this on Twitter yeah. a few people said in peak summer you, you, you'll you do it if you did it in the middle of February yeah or middle of November yeah now I actually think it would be harder to do then
1: then than it is because you've
0: got 44 attractions but you've also got less time yeah and Things like Princess, uh, Princess great. Yeah. Princess Pavilion, and Meet Mickey Mouse and yeah. Peter Pan still have hour-long waits. Yeah. Mm. So you're already losing three hours of what is not, lo- you know, you you were fortunate enough that you had what fifteen hours.
1: Yeah, pretty much fifteen hours to do the whole. Thing. So yeah. you've
0: you've already lost say five hours of that. So you've got ten hours, and you've all, you've just wasted three hours. Yeah. Mm. It just doing meet and greet, so I actually think the extended hours actually helps, massively. helps you massively. Yeah, because yeah.
1: what we did was we, we got in, we were out, we actually parked the car in the very first space available in the car park, so that's how early we were. We were outside the gates of the resort at quarter to eight. Ready to get in. And at eight o'clock we went in. Um we went straight to Fantasyland. Like I say, we did uh Dumbo, Peter Pan, Teacups, and the Carousel without waiting at all. And for three of those, there was nobody else around. Uh we also managed to get Orbitron, uh Buzz Lightyear and Star Wars, Hyperspace Mountain done in the two hours that we had. The first hour we did really well, the second hour we slowed slightly and by the time we'd done that we then went over to princess pavilion thinking that's probably the best time to get to princess pavilion to find there was a massive queue there already and even before the resort opened, we waited 15 minutes in the queue and when we got into the queue we still waited was it an hour and 10 minutes it was about an hour and 10 minutes for the princesses then at opening Um, and that queue just got longer and longer and longer we our plan was to hopefully wait less time for that and then get straight over to mickey And do Mickey before it got too busy. And then move on. But we ended up waiting so long for the princesses that morning. That we ended up having to come back to Mickey later on. I think we queued nearly an hour for Mickey. Because we had no choice at that point. It was one of the few ones we needed to do before the park closed. Um, So that was crazy. But you've also got to take into consideration. You've got things like Forest of Enchantment. And any of the castle stage shows. And the Jedi Training Academies. Again have more show times. At that particular point than uh, they would do in quite a season as you said
0: Are they actually considered attractions then maybe? yeah
1: so basically it's any attraction that is listed on the park map let me okay. just grab a. okay um, so and do you have
3: to watch the, all
1: you, what, all of the show yeah well no as long as you've watched enough of it i think it's probably the the rule of thumb um, so with regards to attractions the Chaparral Theatre is on there so obviously you have to go to see a show in the Chaparral Theatre uh, the uh, Videopolis Theatre is in there so that's obviously Jedi Training Academy so you have to go and watch that um, but I also, think you
0: having lunch during that was actually a struggle well,
1: that was yeah, that was the, the plan Was we like we've got to stop and eat at some point so let's do that we'll eat and watch Jedi and we can move I on I think
0: that was really clever
1: um, so we, that was kind of the only way we could think about doing it so we did that and then um, We did some of the castle show um, and then moved on. We didn't see the whole of the castle show. Um, We did move. What was the other one that we did? I'm trying to think. Have you seen the whole of the castle show, though? I've seen the whole of all of them, yeah.
0: It's so good.
1: Um, We did uh, Fires of the Enchantment. We watched it. We watched it right from the very, very side. So the moment it finished, we could run straight out and get in the queue for the train at at, uh, Frontierland. Because that was the, the one area. That was the one. Shortest place that we can go and get onto the train because everything else was, you know, the, the the queue for the train everywhere else was absolutely massive. So, That's um, one train, isn't it? Yeah. So it was like doing that as well, and then it was a lot of crisscrossing. We basically walked just over twenty kilometers that day to get everything. Did in. you
2: enjoy doing the challenge, or did you feel like yeah. you were a bit That's stressed and constantly <laughs> like moving to the next thing? Did you it's it? weird.
1: <laughs> I enjoyed doing it we did enjoy doing the, it because, the because it was the adrenaline and being you know that, that challenge of can I do it but if you're going with a family and you're on a family holiday don't even dare attempt it because it will ruin your day right it will absolutely ruin your day because the whole day we were like checking the park map we were checking what wait times we were at particular places we were making sure we went from one place to another we didn't stop you know it was kind of like you had to go from one to another you can't stop and do this you can't have five minutes just to sit down and do this you have to go off and do this and then this and this and this and you crisscross in the park all the time it's not a day to go and relax with your family and enjoy just don't even think about it if you're there and you're like right we're on it and we're going to do it and i had
2: to sacrifice going on pirates of the caribbean because we hadn't had anything to yes, drink. Yes, this is true. So
1: we we got yeah, we got to a point where it's three hours. It was really hot and we got to like three hours we hadn't had anything to drink at all. And we were both like, We absolutely desperately need to drink something. So Gwen was like, I'm gonna go and get drinks. You go and get in the queue for pirates and go and queue for that and basically she rang me and said, I'm not getting back, go on pirates without me. Um and then I met her at the end and obviously the rules are one person in your party has to go on the ride, so we were absolutely fine doing that. Uh but yeah, it's not a it's not a relaxing and take the parking sort of thing, you know, you don't <laughs> so down main street taking in all the detail and that sort of stuff we were sat the first thing we did when we got to the park was jumped on the main street vehicles and rode down to um to fantasy to join uh, extra magic hours and obviously i got up and I, I and i think about it now i went straight up to the cast member and went what time are you leaving and he went oh hello i was like oh yeah i need to say hello hello how are you how long until you leave? Because immediately I was like, I just need to know whether I'm going to be wasting my time sat here, whether you're going to go straight away. Um, so, same with the princesses, with we the princesses yeah. The we got into the princesses and we literally went, Hello, we've come to take a photo. Um, we need to do it quickly. Uh, because we're trying to do all the attractions in one day and she went oh no all that queuing you will never do it i was like brilliant thanks aurora's really on our side then (laughs) um and it was like it was literally run in have a photo of the princess see you later off we go you know there was no proper interaction oh after all that waiting yeah same with mickey it was like you're in mickey photo gone oh poor mickey that's what i I know tell me about it so it's not like so we're we're like doing all of this so it was all going really really well and what had happened is, uh, we were because we were trying to queue for attractions, we were like, we need to get a fast pass for Big Thunder. We've got to get one. By the time we got there, we managed to get a fast pass for Big Thunder for 25 past 7. Um, and then two hours later, I was able to get another one for Star Tours, so I could ride that without having to queue, etc., etc. So we only used managed to use two fast passes in the whole day. And uh, we would got through all of the attractions, and then at about 6 o'clock, Big Thunder went down. Right, it'd gone down a couple of times during the day. It went down at six, to the point that you could see the emergency lights were on, on the mountain. You're like, well, oh, that's never good. And then we, we continued to watch it, six o'clock still not on, seven o'clock not on, eight o'clock not on. And we went back at eight and said, what's happening? He said, we don't know whether it's going to be up. It might not be. Come back at like half ten, just in case, you know, et cetera. And we did every single attraction. In fact, how disappointing is this? The last attraction we did was um, Nautilus. Oh, no. And what's worse... I didn't even look at any of it. I actually went through it, got to the window with the um, big monster, took a photo of it, kept walking. So I didn't even look That's at anything. That was given the attraction like, then, if you was, didn't yeah, actually look at any of it. Yeah, because obviously we went through the attraction. We walked through the whole thing, uh, got out mm. the other side, and then we went over to...
3: Okay.
1: We went over to... Because uh, <laughs> obviously you ride everything else.
3: Katie the referee, um, I'm going to say... Mm. Mm,
1: and then um, we got back to Big Thunder, and we were there at like half ten, and he was like, I'm honest. to be honest with you it's it's not going to open again tonight. It's just not going to open. We were like, no, I can't believe it. So I've still got the fast pass for Big Thunder. You don't Bick-Linder. understand. Yeah, you don't understand this. I've done all of the attractions Challenge. except that for Big Thunder. And he was like, ah, oh, but you're here and you would have ridden it. So surely it counts. I was like, that's not, yeah, that's not the point. The point is, um, but there you go. So yeah, we we did just Just let
0: me come in and sit on the train. Yeah, literally yeah.
1: Just can I just can I run round it? I whatever. I don't care. <laughs> just let me do something. Um so yeah. We we even went and did the Frontierland shooting gallery. We actually had to go on it as well. I paid money. I like it. Yeah, I do as well. Um so we had to go at that as well, which is quite good. I don't think I've ever done it before in Paris. <laughs> That's probably the first time I've ever done it in Paris. Um so yeah. I even went up the damn treehouse.
0: Don't you slay the damn (laughs) treehouse? Did you not
1: enjoy the treehouse? Oh, I don't like the treehouse. My feet hurt at that point. Pointless, pointless treehouse. No, I love the treehouse. But the challenge, the gauntlet is there, ladies and gentlemen. The gauntlet is set. The challenge is set. Disney park in a day, Um, and we we've got. I've got some bits and pieces that I've been working on, some stuff. And I've, I've kind of reinvented some of the rules. And we're going to do some work on this. And we're going to possibly do some bits. But we're going to start a challenge, which is a Disney park in a day. And I'm now going to read you all of the rules that I have now got for the Disney park in a day. And it can be any Disney park you want. It can be California, Hong Kong, Tokyo. It can be Paris. It can be whatever you want to go for. Okay. And this is... Does it have to be a castle park? Nope, it can be any park because then we can start categorising people by park and all this sort of stuff. So, So as
0: Gareth said, you can go to Walt Disney Studios and do it by lunchtime. Yeah.
1: (laughs) and that's fine but all of the results for that will be for Disney Disney Studios Studios,
0: sorry Disney's Hollywood Studios yeah
1: yeah, well yeah Um, so this is the final rules and they are as follows Uh, you must attempt to complete all attractions during park opening hours this can include extra magic hours at least one member of your group must experience each attraction Uh, no one is to split from the group to gain fast passes or join queues early if you miss an attraction then the following time penalties occur Right? So if it's open, you don't do it. It's this. If you miss an e-ticket attraction, a big one, you've got to add 90 minutes onto your time. If you miss any other ride attraction, so like a C-ticket job, uh, then it's 40 minutes. And if you miss a meet and greet, it's 70 minutes. Okay. If Now, I put this little caveat in. You'll see why. If you have a fast pass, but you miss an attraction due to closure before your fast pass time and the attraction doesn't reopen in park time, it counts as ridden. Um you must stop timing as you leave the exit of the last attraction. If an attraction is closed for the day or your attempt for whatever reason the, uh, the day of your attempt for whatever reason, the attraction is counted as ridden. If the attraction opens at any point, it must be attempted and this includes soft openings. Uh, if you use any aid such as a disability pass or VIP, fast pass, hotel pass or compensation pass you must declare it with your result, and uh, we will categorise results depending on the season and all that sort of stuff as well for different parts
0: So basically, you can't because I think someone tweeted saying, oh I always use the VIP fast yeah. pass so that rules me out So it you could do it, no it doesn't it rule just you out no. that you've got to declare that you use Yeah, it. So
1: you would be uh, completed Disneyland Park in Paris uh, in 8 hours 30 minutes In Magic season, whatever it is, using VIP Fast Pass, so there would be kind of categories of people. So you could, or everyone will get the chance to compete with each other, but it will be depending on what category is used. If you've got some help in order to cut time
3: so with the the line thing because obviously yeah. you was going to go into the line and then gwen was going to go and get a drink yeah so she was going to join you does that yes. count yeah because the queue?
1: yeah because as it says there's um at least one member of your group must experience each attraction so you don't all have to okay. experience it so for example star tours not everybody will ride yes star but tours. you were
0: going to join the queue and Gwen was going to join you yeah, later. yes cool but bad. i was already
1: in the queue anyway so i queued the whole queue system okay so it wasn't that I jumped so the queue. So Gwen
3: can have gone to like Star Tours and then no. you rejoin you. No. You were so lining up so she part.
1: can go off and get a drink or or whatever or can go off and get some food for everybody. That's not a problem. But what she can't do is leave me in the queue for Pirates, go over to Star Tours, get a Fast Pass and come back because that's classed as gaining time.
3: Okay, so you can't do it for like when you're in Hollywood Studios, Hollywood Studios doing the Turtle Crush getting Ratatouille Fast Pass.
1: No, you can't send somebody off to get them early. Yeah, so you can't cheat the system in that way. Uh, But if you've got, say, there's two of you in the group, and so Gwen, for example, can't ride Star Tours, it makes her feel sick. So I rode Star Tours with my fast pass, and she waited for me at the exit, and then we went off together. We went on Pirates, I went on Pirates, Gwen went to get drinks, came back, met me at the end of Pirates, and I had a drink to go on to whatever the next attraction was. So you can do those, but you can't go off and cheat by sending someone... To get ahead in lines or or getting fast passes, etc. That makes sense. Okay,
3: so so like say Gwen couldn't have gone to go get a fast pass for Thunder while you're in the line for Pirates. No, and then she couldn't join you. But you, as soon as you finish, she like, okay. Gwen she could going have come on,
1: and joined me. She could have come and joined me in the queue for Pirates if she wanted to. If she'd had the time, because I'd have still queued the whole queue anyway, so it wouldn't mm. have cut any time on that.
3: Right. Okay.
1: So I. So just basically, think,
0: what you're saying is that Gwen can't go and ride starters. You ride pirates, and that counts as two goals. No.
1: Because that's, that's it technically classic. Doesn't yeah, because in, in theory, you can go a group, in a group of forty-four of you. Every single person goes <laughs> to an attraction entrance, and you're done in ten minutes. Yeah. It's to make so it fair. No fa- person
3: can ride at the same time. Two rides at no, the same and, time. No, and and the reason I group. put that
1: rule in is to make it fair on those people. So, for example, one person goes off and does it, tries to do the challenge on their own. Would then be a disadvantage with those people who go off and do it in a group of four. So yeah. it's to, it's mm-hmm. to make sure it's fair for the smallest number, basically. That's the oh, way, that's fair.
2: All yeah,
1: works. that makes sense. Yeah. So there you go. So we've got we've got some little plans and stuff that we're gonna we're gonna discuss and uh, we're gonna try and set it up as a bit of a challenge for people to.
3: How are people going to prove that they've done it? Um.
1: Like, well. <laughs> there's one or two ways we can get photographic evidence so what i did if you go and look at our disney brit twitter you'll see that every attraction i went to i took a photo and the time that i went on that particular yes attraction. you did yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so we can get people to do that and to tweet us in that way to be honest it's a bit of fun uh and that you know there's no serious prizes on offer here it's a bit of fun and we kind of rely a little bit on people's honesty um and as they mm. always say like people who sit there and shake their arm with a Fitbit on all you're doing is cheating yourself <laughs> not really cheating people anybody do else. That? Just, yeah, yeah they really do um, you know, what does pe- that accomplish? yeah do that or you um, you know some people um, strap their Fitbit to their dog when they go walking <laughs> and let the dog do the steps this is genuinely true I'm not lying so uh, it's <laughs> just a bit weird. yeah it's just a bit are of, you speaking
2: um, from experience? no no I'm not <laughs>
1: um, I wouldn't leave my dog fitbit strapped to my dog goodness no and goodness knows where it will end up but um (laughs) that's basically it's a bit of fun it's something a little bit different but it was just sort of um you know just for people to have a different experience of a disney park if they wanted to and try something a little bit different so there you go so that's that's why it happened and yeah (laughs) and it probably took us a day to recover
3: Does it make you think that, like, you know when you were saying that during Extra Magic magic Hours, it was really dead? Yeah. Is that kind of what spurred it on? Like, I could do this. If this part was really dead. Well, this
1: is the problem, you see, because the first hour of Extra Magic Hour was so quiet, and the second hour wasn't horrendous. We were like, we're going to do this. This is going to be so, we're going to be done, like, mid-afternoon. This carries on like this, and then suddenly the park opened, and we got in the queue for the princesses, and the park just got busy and busy. We were like, oh, man, we're going to be here for hours. We had this we kinda of lulled ourselves into a false sense of security in the first two hours and then obviously it just became very, very busy. Which was, there you go. Would you
3: ever do it again and try to beat your time? I
1: would. I would do it again, but not yet. But
3: personal, <laughs> summer's personal best. Yeah.
1: No, I would do it again. Yeah, I definitely would. Uh I don't know whether Gren's the same. Might be doing it by myself <laughs> next time, I think. But I think we could See, have done it quicker.
0: I'm tempted yeah. to do it while I'm there.
1: You see, do it. While I'm,
0: I'm there at even more of a peak season. I'm there in the middle of August. Ooh. But then I'm also tempted to do it while I'm at Disney World. <gasps> and I've even spoke to some of my people, and a few of them are up for it, but we would be doing it on the day that we were supposed to be resting. Uh, like, I just don't yeah, know if we could do rest, it. Rest we have I'm rest actually, days. Yeah, we have rest Amateur. days. Yeah. Amateur. Well, it's not, it's not so much rest days. It's just that it's not an all-day, every-day thing. Because the night, our the rest day, in inverted commas, we're actually um, at California Grill for dinner. Right. Um, after doing um, Epcot Food and Drink Festival. So it's more of a hangover day than anything else. Right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> As opposed enough. to, actually, we're having a rest.
1: We'll see what happens. You oh, give, it, you give it a try. Brilliant. Anyway, that's everything for right <laughs> quick. so yeah if you've got any questions about it then do email us and we'll uh, we'll certainly talk to you about it and and we'll go from there so here we go it is time for this so well uh, thank you for joining us uh, once again thank you john you're welcome thank you katie
3: you are welcome and
1: thank you susan Oh, you're welcome. So, uh, if you want to get in contact as well, not on air, uh, anything to do with uh, the Disney Park in a Day challenge, anything to do with anything we've talked about today, then please do email us radio at disneybrit.com. If you can clear up any of the Disney, the the Disability Pass stuff as well, that would be great because obviously to find out how that all works, etc. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Disneybrit. Go back, you'll see all of the photos and the videos, the stuff that I took uh, and put up for the Disneyland. park in a day stuff and some stuff on facebook as well if you go to at disney brit and also um don't forget you can go up to facebook.com forward slash uh, disney brit podcast and find out stuff that's going on there and say so email us radio at disney brit.com now before we go katie you've got one thing you want to say you want to say I a do massive have thank one you,
2: Damien. Yeah, I free. just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who took part in the Go the Distance virtual five k that I organised to raise money for Cordwell Children for Destination Dreams. And um, we've got the final tally in. The race did sell out in the end, so we had a hundred people taking part, and we've raised one thousand two hundred pounds, which is absolutely amazing. amazing. Well done, everyone. So Uh, thank you so much to everyone who took part and everyone who kind of recommended it to people that they knew to take part. It's amazing, and thank you so much.
1: Awesome stuff. Well done. So there we go, Coldwell children. Uh, benefit from that as well but yeah we'll be back in a couple of weeks time for the next show uh people are all over the place john's going to a disney park somewhere in the world i'll be in disneyland paris there you go disneyland paris in a couple of weeks so we'll see what happens then but uh we will see you in two weeks so until then we'll see you four rides in a day. Um, thank-